Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vikings Happy Hour, sponsored by Lake Monster Brewing, Eastside Jiu-Jitsu, and That's Badass Wood Art. Remember to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Training Camp. Just a few days away, the Viking season will Great. take off, and we are joined today, ladies and gentlemen, by someone who's just, your name has been everywhere the last few weeks. Uh, <laughs> it's Josh Metellus. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you guys for having me, first off. But Absolutely. yeah, uh, like you said, my name has been everywhere. Uh, good things, though. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, all publicity is good publicity. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw the article recently, but Alec Lewis from The Athletic, uh, he released an article with a bunch of NFL analysts and actually called you the breakout candidate for the Vikings this year. Did you hear yeah, about I, that? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, my agent, uh, my agent sent that to me. Let's go. Are you excited? Like, yeah, of course I am. I think I think uh, this is going to be a big year for me. I think uh, I keep telling uh, everybody, like my close family, my wife, um, just you know everybody around me, uh, that this is going to be the best year of football I played in my life. You know, I just I got that feeling right after like go. right after I got got over the Giants game and grieved that a little bit. I and started working out again. I like I got a feeling, you know, and it's just I just feel like this is going to be a good year. You put on strong performances last year, too. Like your first start, obviously, that game-winning interception mm -hmm. versus the Lions, the block punt versus the Giants. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if you knew this either, but in the three games you started last year, uh, according to PFF, you were the, the third-best coverage safety and the fourth-best safety overall in just those three okay. games. So okay. you, I mean, <laughs> give yourself an opportunity, and, and you crushed it. So. Uh, what what was the off season like for you? Obviously, you mentioned the Giants game and and grieving that, which yeah. we as fans also also did. But I can't imagine <laughs> what that was like for you as well. But what was your off season like to get ready for this year? Yeah, I would say that that first month of the off season, like I was definitely like, you know, finding myself in a hole, like you know, just because the the game, the way that, yeah. you know the season ended off, you know, especially. You know, team-wise and individual-wise, you know, I just felt like I could have did a lot more to help the team. So, you know, it sucked to see us go out that way. You know, it didn't feel real, you know, for a while. But uh, I would say uh, once I started getting back into it, you know, I just found my motivation. And, you know, just looking at, like, looking at it like it's my contract here. You know, if this, is, if this isn't enough motivation for you, I don't know what else, like, what else uh, can motivate you. So, uh, you know, I've just been uh, grinding. I've been uh, doing a lot, a lot of different things. Uh, a lot of Pilates, a lot of yoga, you know, trying to center my core, center my mind. Um, and then I've been uh, running a lot, you know, trying to be as conditioned as possible because now that my role is jump on defense, uh, I'm obviously still, you know, want to contribute on special teams because, you know, I think that's a big phase of the game that most people don't realize. So uh, I plan on, uh, you know, playing on special teams as well as uh, playing on defense. So I had to get my conditioning up. So that's been the main focus. And then, you know, just spending quality family time. Me and my wife are going on uh, two years uh, being married. And then my son uh, just turned two in April. So, you know, it's just Very been cool. a lot of big milestones, you know, just enjoying life, um, getting back into the grind, you know, getting excited for the season, which is, you know, our favorite part of the year. <laughs> Absolutely. Josh, what where do you spend? Where do you spend your off seasons? Do you, have you been spending them in Minnesota? Or are you so so? This is the uh, first off season we spent in Minnesota. Okay, uh, being a it being a contract year, you know, we thought it would be good to just be around, you know, here as much as possible. You never know what the future holds. Obviously, we want to be back here, but if we're not, you know, it's good to say we spent some good quality time out here, you know, uh, 
it's in the middle. Um, I'm from Florida. My wife's from California. So it's in the middle for both of us. So, you know, it was just, you know, uh, easy. We have, we have a house out here. So, you know, it was just easy, you know, to stay out here and feel comfortable, you know, still be around the facility as much as possible, be around, you know, the staff and uh, whatever players were here. So, you know, I think it was, it was, a, it was a good choice, you know, we made to stay here this offseason. You talked about it being a contract year. Has, has there any, been any discussions around, like, a, an extension with the Vikings? Yeah, uh, my, my agent, uh, we talked uh, earlier before OTAs. We uh, talked to the front office and uh, – mainly the situation is just trying to figure out what my role will be. You know, obviously uh, the stuff I've done on special teams in the past three years, you know, uh, definitely holds a lot of weight. And, uh, you know, it's it, it can either, you know, be a situation where, you know, I get paid, you know, as a special teams player, you know, but, you know, in my eyes, you know, I want to get paid to play defense. You know, that's what I, that's what I came into this league to do. And, you know, so it's kind of like figuring out what my role is going to be, whatever position I fall into. And then, you know, the, those kind of things get ran back up. That's great. Can you expand a little bit on that, on that role in defense? Because yeah. a, lot of, a lot of people throw a lot of things out there of like a lot, so many like buzzwords of what positions mm-hmm. look like in, in defenses nowadays. And um, like the, 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 of course, my dog go, uh, You're good. <laughs> it's all good. Go ahead, Matt. Give me two seconds. Yeah, yeah. I think what what Miles was going to get get at is obviously with Brian Flores coming into the mix here. Mm-hmm. Um, we've heard in, in recent interviews with you uh, and yourself, you're kind of learning multiple positions, yeah. right? Linebacker, safety, and so kind of take us behind the scenes of like what it's like to learn all of that, and then maybe for the fans, what all goes into that. Well, yeah, and, and so, real uh, quick, let me let me jump back real quick. Yeah. I'm back, <laughs> um, and so. Well, like the, the position that people love to, to tout is the st- they call it the star position. Mm-hmm. It's like the kind of guy that's the hybrid safety linebacker nickel. Like maybe maybe kind of to, to to finish up with Matt's question and like B flows defense and and kind of where you might fit. People have thrown out that word the star position for you too. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about that as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I would say it's crazy. Uh, me and my wife was talking about this. Uh, I would say I'm just a, a football player. So. Uh, like I even like, you know, joked around that like, they should change my position on the roster, just football player or athlete, because like, <laughs> I you know, I, at the end of the day, like if I'm on the field, then, you know, I'm going to find a way to make an impact. And I think the, uh, the coaches uh, understand that, you know, especially, you know, just watching my tape throughout the past years. So I, I think, you know, uh, my position is kind of a, you know, get in where they need me to fit in kind of position, you know, because we play different teams. Everybody has different schemes and different way they approach the game. So, you know, it's going to be where, you know, where can I fit in to help a median impact that week? You know, it, whether that's at linebacker, whether that's at nickel, whether that's at safety, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of moving parts, you know, keeping teams on their heels, you know, not really knowing what's going on. Uh, but I'm excited for, you know, I think uh, it's, it's definitely has to do a lot with who we're playing, you know, what kind of personnel we want to use. But uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, they have me everywhere, you know, and uh, I would say learning, learning wise, uh, for me, it, it's kind of easy because I, I consider myself, you know, one of those guys who are like obsessed with the game. And uh, if, you know, if they didn't tell me to learn every position after I mastered safety, I was planning on doing that anyways. You know, learning what the linebackers are doing, learning what the corners, the nickels, the D-line, you know, just because, you know, once you learn everybody's job, it makes the game a lot easier, you know, especially at safety because we're, we, you know, we're, we're a lot of, uh, we're the ones who make, things right if somebody else messes up and it's easier to do that when you know what they were supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. so uh I think you know just learning the whole defense in general just you know was going to help me out and you know now that they're telling me to do it it just helps a lot 
How difficult has that been, though? So this is obviously you're heading into your fourth season here, and this is your third defensive scheme in the last three years. Is that like that's a lot of learning to go on? And then this year, obviously throwing in linebacker and nickel as well. Has that been a hard adjustment? Yeah, uh, I would say just uh, the the thing. So the thing I think with me, my first my first three years in the league, I didn't necessarily get the reps. So my, my a lot of my reps came mentally. So you know, mm-hmm. you know, taking in those schemes were different. But like going into this offseason, like you know, I, I got probably top reps on the team in OTAs and minicamp. So you know, I was able to you know take those reps and use that in a positive uh, positive way for me. So I think uh, just being able to do those things before the actual you know September 10th comes is going to help a lot. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's all stuff that. You know, I've done before, just, you know, in a different spot. I'm just lining up in a different place. So I, I would say uh, nickel, the nickel stuff, you know, I played nickel in the game last year. The year before that, I played nickel in the game. So that that stuff, you know, I'm comfortable with. The linebacker stuff, you know, obviously once the pads get on, I'm going to really understand, you know, what that feels yeah. like, you know, what it feels like to be in the box. But uh, I, I would say, you know, it's just a learning experience. I mean, I, I like it like that because football is always a learning experience. You're never going to have 100% grasp of anything. So uh, I'm looking forward to this season, you know, seeing what, what I can uh, produce out there. Before we uh, look ahead to, you know, the upcoming season, I wanted to ask you, you know, what your thoughts were at the end of last season. So Brian O'Neill goes down, your team nominates you as sort of that, you know, interim captain. What was that like for you? Um, it was, to, it was amazing. It was amazing. I would say, you know, that's the top five feelings I've ever felt in my life. You know, uh, it's crazy, too. Uh, before, you know, when they were counting up the votes, uh, my body just got, I like got a chill throughout my whole body, you know, before he even said my name, like, like my, like, I just knew, you know, like, like I knew it was my time. And, uh, I would say, you know, just being able to, you know, get voted, you know, almost unanimously by a team, you know, where, you know, I'm a guy playing 20 snaps at most a game, you know, so I'm not even out there. So, you know, for my presence to be felt in the locker room without me even playing, you know, I think that holds a lot of weight, you know, at least for me, you know, I feel like that means I'm impacting the team in a, in a positive way. You know, I don't have to be out there, you know, to be a leader. And, uh, yeah. you know, I'm hoping that, you know, now that I am out there, you know, I can lead even better, you know, and they can see my true, my true nature. Because I think, you know, the way I play definitely tells a lot about, you know, the type of person I am and the type of leader I am. So, you know, I would say that's, that's one of the best feelings I felt. You know, I hope to get it again this year. Um, and, you know, be the captain the whole year, you know, that's that's a goal I always have in mind. That's the number one thing on my goal board <laughs> <laughs> is to be a captain every year. So uh, I, I I take that, you know, I take that to, to heart, you know, in a, a positive way. You know, I think that's a, a big honor, you know, you get and yeah. people don't, you know, appreciate it as much as we do. But I appreciate it a lot. That's awesome. Every every locker room has like different types of, of mm-hmm. leaders. Like you got the quiet leaders that kind of lead by example. You got the like the rah-rah guys that like to, mm-hmm. you know. So you got some that like like get into people's faces. They like to be that yeah. type. What type? What type of leader do you do you like view yourself as? I, I would say I'm a, a vocal leader. Uh, I, uh, I I'm the type of guy that holds everybody accountable. You know, like okay. if if you said like you were gonna do this on this rep and you didn't, I yeah, won't yeah. be scared to you know come by you and tap <laughs> you and say yo like you said you got me like what's up like you know kind of leader. Uh, I also lead by example too. I'm very uh, uh, particular when it comes to going about my work and, you know, going about, you know, getting ready for games and going about practice in general. You know, I don't skip reps, you know, I'm doing it right. If I got to do another rep, I'm going to do another rep. So, you know, I think, uh, 
you know, just the way I approach the game, I think, you know, in, in itself, you know, just helps me be a leader. And uh, I'm the oldest of six kids. I've always been, you know, that kind of, uh, you know, leader in the household. So, you know, it was kind of easy to transition once I started playing team sports. And, you know, I've always, I, I think I've always, I think every team I played on, I've at least been a captain at least one year. Uh, so uh, I think it's just something, you know, that's in you. Um, you know, I, I can be the lead by example guy, the vocal guy. I can be, I can, I can, I remember it was a time earlier in last year, I got into Brian Osamoa's face and we were going at it <laughs> in, during the game. And, you know, coach, coach had, had to pull us apart, you know, kind of thing, you know, but that's just the type of guy I want to win. I'm a competitor and, you know, people feel that and uh, they gravitate towards that. That's great. Um, going, so look at, so you got the necklace, you got the 44 necklace. Yes, sir. Is that, is that always going to be your number now? Is that, is that kind of, yeah, like uh, I think I finally embraced it. Uh, last <laughs> year I tried to change numbers, uh, didn't, didn't work, uh, rookie and them coming in and taking the number. But it's um, all good. What, what number are you looking at? I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I tried to switch numbers. Uh, end up didn't work. And, you know, I, I honestly thought it was a sign. You know, uh, my wife loves this number anyways. Um, you know, we there's an angel number, 444, that we, uh, like, we gravitate towards so much. We both have it tattooed on us on our neck on the same side. So, you know, it kind of just fits, you know, just the type of mold I am. I think as long as I'm a Viking, I will wear a 44, uh, you know, if I go to another team, I'm going to try to get it. You know, if I can't, then, you know, we'll see what's available. But, you know, I'm obsessed with the number now. I think, you know, uh, I never really got to choose a number growing up except for, like, Little League when I was, like, you know, 9, 10. So I think uh, every number I had, I made my number. So, you know, I think uh, being being called 4-4 Bulldog by the team, you know, I think that holds a lot of weight. <laughs> People love it. I love it. My wife loves it. So, yeah, I, I'm obsessed with the number. I was wondering if that number four, that since that number four kind of came open recently, I was like, <laughs> nah. I was like, I wonder, I, you know, you I, never I know. I can't even do four like that. I got to let, I got to, yeah. in my eyes, I think we should let it breathe for a year. I got <laughs> Just you. let it breathe for you. a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, he was a big part of the locker room. I can't even imagine somebody else wearing it. For sure. Um, one, more, one more question um, back yeah, to like your, your like position in the, in the defense and kind of being a jack of all trades kind of reminds me of, your former teammate, Michigan, Jabril Preppers uh, mm -hmm. at uh, New England. I was curious if, like, he's someone maybe you've talked to about, like, kind of being that jack-of-all-trades type of type of player, and if maybe he's someone you could like, learn from or even just, like, get notes yeah. from on, on kind of being that, that do-it-all guy. Yeah, so it's kind of crazy. So my uh, I played with him in college, and uh, my I, played, I was playing safety the entire year. And Jabril, you know, being the guy he was, he didn't have a backup because he played everything. So, like, he didn't have a backup. <laughs> right, right, right. So, like, halfway through the year, the coaches were like, yeah, like, if something happens to Jabril, like, you know, we're kind of screwed. So, they, you know, they threw me in. It's like, you know, you just follow him, follow his footsteps. He was the first guy I met when I first went on my visit, you know, stay with him. All So, like, we, we already had that connection. And uh, so, you know, just being, you know, following his footsteps, you know, understanding why why he does what he does, I think helped a lot in my transition into the league and yeah i mean i think uh you know the stuff he does in new england is very not very similar to what we're going to do but uh it's obviously you know he's playing different roles he's in the box he's back deep at safety he's in the slot so you know i think uh, he's definitely a resource i can use you know at any time you know especially if you know i start to get overwhelmed and stuff like that because he just signed that you know another contract so he obviously you know is take, taking that role and you know and ran with it so you know it, yeah he's definitely a guy you know, I would reach out to and, you know, getting closer to the season, you know, once I figure out what my exact role will be, you know, and uh, ask some questions. 
Speaking about this season, obviously there's a few different ways I can, we can go here, but let's start with how has it been with the addition of Brian Flores as defensive coordinator? What have you noticed uh, different heading into this year? So I, I would say, uh, you know, we had Mike Zimmer and then Ed Donatello. The, the experience in those two guys, you know, you can feel. Um, and it's kind of crazy, like, you know, Brian Flores isn't as old as those guys, but, you know, you still feel the experience spill out of him, you know, especially when he talks the game. And I think, you know, just having him in the locker room and just picking his brand, just, you know, listening to the things he says, you know, just makes you a better football player. Uh, I would say uh, he, he definitely knows what he's doing. I love the aggressive by nature mindset that he has because that's the type of guy I am. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, he fits very well with what the, this team and this just, just the culture we're building in this uh, organization. I think he fits well into that. And I think, you know, uh, a lot of people are going to realize very soon that uh, the Vikings aren't here to play around. You know, Let's whatever go. they thought we put on tape last year, it's a whole new year. It's a whole new team. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I think, you know, people are going to be surprised by the way we play this year. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, the kids yeah. are home. He just got home. He looked at me. Looked at the. Looked at the. The screen was like, hold up. <laughs> um. So, what is the overall vibe? You know, obviously, training camp. You guys are going to find your own identity here in the next, you know, couple months. But what is the the vibe in TCO Performance Center right now? Is it? It's, it's really full? good. I, I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't. Uh, I don't uh, think there has been a better uh, vibe. I know it's it's crazy. You know, you hear like you go through the the off season. You know, we, we uh, let go of a lot of guys who were key part of the team. Yeah. You know, and the way you know the culture was. But I think the impact that they left, you know, just transcended into what we're building now. You know, guys like Ek and Adam Thielen. You know, I've been with for three years, so. You know, the, the, everything they taught me, everything I've just watched, you know, it's, it's on me. So I'm able to give that to guys who weren't around when they were around. So, you know, same thing with four, uh, everybody, you know. So I think, you know, just having those guys being like, you know, having those key guys, you still got Harrison, uh, you got Kirk. So, you know, having those, you know, older guys, we still, you know, we lean on CJ Ham, those guys, but then still being able to bring in new guys who buying into the, the culture and buying into the organization, I think uh, we're really doing, we're really building something special. I think Questy and KO know the type of guys they're looking for, and they're doing a great job of bringing those guys into the locker room. That's awesome. I got I one was, more. Go, go, ahead, Matt, go ahead, I'll do one more question, then Miles can yeah. round it out here. Um, if you had to pick, obviously not yourself, because you have high <laughs> aspirations for yourself, but if you had to pick one guy on defense that we should be, you know, looking for to to kind of break out this year who would you call out on your on your squad uh I would say I would say a Caleb Evans uh okay. I think I think you know especially the way his his year ended last year um he he he's definitely hungry and he's definitely you know looking to put his his stamp on the league um I think you know he's a he's a he has great size he loves the game he's very smart so, you know, I think, you know, the stuff he's, he's going to be able to do, especially, you know, being stepping into a bigger role, you know, finding, you know, his place. I think he's going to be one of those guys, you know, you look back at the end of the season, like, yeah, we we, we needed him to play the way he did. Um, oh, I, I I just got, you know, I got faith in our corners. I think, you know, uh, Byron definitely is a, a key to, you know, what we're going to be able to do. And his experience is going to bleed into, you know, our younger corners. So uh, I'm definitely excited for our young corner group. Perfect. Miles? 
my question is more offensive related. Um, so, like, <laughs> you obviously every day in practice you get to go against arguably, you know, the be- maybe the best uh, weapons in the league or, like, one of the top mm-hmm. weapons in the I'm league. Just talking about that. Yeah, yeah, Justin <laughs> Jefferson. But also not just J.J., though, like, K.J. Osborne, Jordan Addison, T.J. Hawkinson, Kirk Cousins. Like, how is it from a defensive standpoint as you prepare for the season and, and going to training camp and things, like going up against those guys every day, how's that help prepare you? Uh, for I, I was just, I was just, so me and my wife literally before we got on this, uh, <laughs> we're talking about how, uh, how, you know, I was watching the video of George Kittle and I was just, you know, watching the way he was running routes, you know, trying to get a little, you know, a little, a little mental, yeah. a little mental jump. And uh, it's just crazy. You know, we get, like getting ready for the season, you know, we get the best of the best, you know, Kirk, I think Kirk, JJ and TJ are all top at their positions. So, you know, to be able to have that and practice against that every day, you have no choice but to get better. You go down the, you go down the uh, schedule and you look at who we're playing, you know, guys like Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, you know, I would want to go against TJ to get me ready for that. You know, mm-hmm. you go against receivers, you know, yeah, I can name a long list of receivers we play, but we got Justin Jefferson. There's no there's no better than that you can get. So uh, I think, you know, and then Kirk can make every throw on the field, smartest guy, smartest guy I've met playing football so far. So, uh, you know, having guys like that, you know, uh, around you, they just make each other better. And I think, you know, having uh, our defense take a, a step forward this year is going to help them get better as well. So uh, I think, you know, it's all about competition. I think we built a, a very, we built a very competitive roster. KO will talk about that <clears throat> once we get started. Like, the goal is to get all 90 guys on the roster to play on the team at some point. You know, obviously you can't be on this team because you only get 53. But, you know, we have built our roster to such where everybody has a chance to play football this year. So uh, I think, you know, we make each other better. And, you know, we're very competitive. And we had a lot of really good guys. So that's going to definitely show when it's time to play. I, I I lied. I, I guess I do have one more question, only because Miles brought up Kirk Cousins. Have you watched the the Netflix documentary? Obs- obsessed with it. We uh, we haven't we haven't we haven't, uh, we haven't finished it, but we've been uh, falling to, like falling asleep to it every night. Uh, I think it's so cool. I think uh, I'm obviously a big fan of Patrick Mahomes. Um, oh no, we lost him. Big fan of Kirk. And you know, just to see, you know, see those guys on a daily basis, you know, see what the stuff they go through. You know, I think uh, I, I think quarterback is the hardest position on the field, too. So uh, I definitely uh, been watching. I think uh, it's great. Uh, definitely shows you tr- Kirk's true colors. Yeah. And, uh, he's a great guy, man. You, you got you love guys like him on your team. You know, I, I, we, I always ride for Captain Kirk. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just good to, you know, see all all see everything shake out, you know, see his point of view from things last year. And I think he's due for a really big year. I think it's you catching your residuals from that, from that. Say it again. You catching your residuals from that being in it. I'm sure you, they showed you. Yeah. That. Yeah. I was in it a couple of times so far. Yeah. Uh, I thought I'd have a little more FaceTime on there, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. We, we, we went through the whole season and didn't even know he was getting filmed. Bro. Really? Oh, for real? Didn't even know. That's wild. Didn't even know. I I literally sit next to Kirk almost every day at breakfast. Didn't even know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Bro, like they filmed this. Okay, I guess they did. All last year. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Wild. I guess there's always cameras around, so you never know. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I want to thank you again for for hopping on. Uh, hopefully, you know, maybe later on this season or training camp, whatever, we can get you on again and just yeah, I'd love to man. touch base. Cool. On how I this... like the conversation. It didn't even feel like an interview. It felt like we were just talking. That's what uh, we want a, here at Viking Zappy exactly Hour. Yeah. So 
um, we're rooting for you this year. Obviously, a contract year, so go ball out, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the other side. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you guys. Yes, for everybody else watching, thank you. Be sure to like and subscribe. Go root on Josh Metellus this year and the hey, Minnesota Vikings. Jerseys. We gotta get some four, four jerseys. Come on, I'm let's go. You. Let's go <laughs> get the jerseys. Get it before it's too late. <laughs> right, I'm telling you, get it before it's too late. <laughs> Until next time, everybody, Skull Viking.